like Brent Lori, and I bet I could watch you spread your air out all day. But when you're done doing whatever, when you're through playing whoever, you know that the Nats fans will be right here waiting for you. Hey everyone, and welcome to Lucky Episode 13 of Resting Pitch Face. I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. And I, I mean, it is pretty lucky because baseball's back. All right. Baseball is finally back. Laura. Am I allowed to sing it? Yeah. Just this once. Baseball's back. All right. They've been yelling at so, me for the last however long, half hour for singing it periodically. So I guess that was my one chance. I figured that I should, was your one chance. I you take might advantage. get another one. Okay. You just tell me. Good. Just tell me when. I'm so ready. <laughs> that can be our outro. You can sing our outro. Okay. Um. But yeah, so spring training is finally here. God, it was a long winter. Really is there a was. better Valentine than pitchers and catchers report? Absolutely not. No but way. I have yet to see one because no that was appropriately timed. Like, yeah, God. Yes, yes, it are. Like, those are chocolates, but pitchers and catchers report. Though, did I tell you um, my husband thought it was like a report? like a printed out report <laughs> and offered to get yeah. it for me. <laughs> I feel like you did mention that. I don't know if it was on the air or not. So yeah. well, that's, repeating. That's, that's good. That's good. Um, it was very sweet. <laughs> it would be a good report to read. It yeah. would. I want to know what they're going to like write about, you know, in their, what's their off season <laughs> homework. This yeah. or I read <laughs> dear diary. <laughs> um, but yes, we're, we're finally back. So we're going to try to start flowing back into our like, normal season structure um so later on today we're going to talk a little bit about like uh what we're, what can we expect from the season what have we already seen from the season but i guess there's a little bit of off-season business to sort of wrap up before we go into the glorious glorious spring and summer and life has started again <laughs> is it an accident that baseball starts in the spring i don't think so I mean, uh, no, because that's the, it's based on the weather because they play it outside. To be Everything's fair, coming back to life. It was 80 degrees out like two days ago here in February. Oh, oh God, that's not good. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, no, global warming, like, I don't want to confuse climate and weather, but it was 80 degrees in February. That's not normal. No. Um, here. Yeah, so baseball, baseball is back and... Spring's here. Spring spring has sprung, so bunnies, eggs, alike. baseball, whatever. Symbolism. Uh, well, but speaking of climate change and politics. Oh god, yeah. It's a terrible okay. segue, oh. I know. Yeah, that is that is not great. It's not a good segue. We don't really have a good segue for this. We really don't. So one of the horrible, horrible things of part of the horrible year that is twenty sixteen and now twenty seventeen, like mm-hmm. in the weird alternate reality that we're currently living in, is that there, there was temporarily a ban on Muslim travelers that affected Dexter Fowler because his wife is from Iran. And he had the temerity to assert that he was a person whose life was affected by this, um, at which point the best fans in baseball and their ilk decided <laughs> to give him the business about it. Yeah, stay classy cards fans. I'm not saying y'all are the worst, but like, don't assert your best fans yeah. in baseball in this and give Dexter Fowler a hard time about his wife not being able to visit her parents. And his daughter not being yeah. able to visit her grandparents. Yeah. By the yeah. way, his daughter is adorable. Like, I don't un- think unsurprisingly. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of her, but I have no reason to believe the opposite. Yeah, I, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before, but like, it, it's easy to, to, to blame the Cards fans because they're the team that he's on right now. But it's also, I'm sure, a lot of the people giving him hell on Twitter and in comments and whatnot were... Not just, <laughs> not just from St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think we also we talk a fair amount about players actually wanting to be treated as people for a change, um, and definitely as as the political climate continues to be so personal for so many people, I actually anticipate we're probably going to see a lot more of this mm-hmm. um, because it's just yeah. you know this is no longer about politics. This is about Dexter Fowler's family can't go visit the rest of their family. And obviously there have been many ways in which the political was personal for many in the past, but I think it's just getting more and more expansive in the ways that that's true. And I think it'll be interesting. There have been various think pieces of 
dubious quality and some of good quality about the whole stick to sports concept and how, yeah. you know, sports writers have had to write a lot more about politics recently and well, sports writers who were women and people of color have been doing that for a while. So welcome to the party, white dudes. But I think it's really interesting how the sports community is treating the whole, the personal is political, the political is personal in so much more expansive of a way than it was a year ago necessarily. Yeah, and I think we're gonna, I mean, I don't want to speculate because I don't want to sort of put it out in the universe, but at the same time, like in a sport that is the probably most heavily Latino sport, though, I, I don't mm -hmm. have like Major League Soccer stats, which would be the other uh, sport that I might be uh, that that might be heavily Latino. It, you know, we're going to have an issue like it's going to be an issue that you have a bunch of folks who are not U.S. citizens or who have dual citizenship or have complicated sort of like special immigrant status, because I think um, if you're like a major league player you do have and you're not a u.s citizen there is a special immigrant status for basically like mm -hmm. you're super talented like you fall into that category but like there's going to be a problem um and it's going to be awful for the person and it's going to mm -hmm. be something that when they say like hey don't try to like threaten to deport me back to wherever or in the case of um there's a man in chicago who is detained who is puerto rican and had to explain like part of the u.s mm -hmm. like yeah. And so it's going to be an issue and the sort of fan reaction you would want, which is like, this is horrible. It's horrible for many people and it's horrible for my fave mm -hmm. is going to probably be like, why are they talking as if like, you know, they weren't immediately deported back or executed in the street. So I don't know why they're, they're complaining, which has been a lot of people's response. Yeah. I, I've been um, kind of like on this, on the one hand, just because it's now affecting our favorite athletes, that shouldn't be the reason why we care. But if that is the reason to get right. other people to care, that's a good thing. Except yeah. that mm -hmm. I'm not seeing that happen. Like, so when the, when someone was talking to me like early on when the band first went out, like, oh, this might affect you Darvish. And I'm like, I don't care. It affects a lot of people. Like not just you Darvish. Cause his dad is, I guess, from one of the countries. Also Iranian? Which country, honestly, yeah, I was I just mean, kind of like, it doesn't matter. It affects a lot more people than you Darvish. But then I was like, okay, well maybe, people will care because their favorite athlete is now being affected and that will change their perception of it. But then Dexter Fowler's like, hey, my wife. And people were like, shut up. <laughs> I, well, don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just like, on the one hand, it shouldn't matter that it's affecting athletes. Yeah, you Darvish's dad is from Iran, FYI. Okay, I, I couldn't yeah. remember what country. You're faster at Googling than I am. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure. Um, well, he's, his mom is Japanese and his dad is Iranian, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think... It's also nothing against Dexter Fowler, who I really like, but yeah. I'm curious if a white dude actually said something about it, if some of those same fans would take it more to heart or if it would be no different. I'm trying to think you know, of the, our, our stock, you know, I think we used Buster Posey as the example last time of the white dude wonder boy baseball player. Mm -hmm. Again, yeah. nothing against Buster Posey, who I think is very good at baseball. But if Buster Posey, for example, were to say something, or Mike Trout, would, or Mike Trout, would yeah. somebody take it differently? Mm -hmm. I, and I honestly don't know because I don't recall anything from a uh, white male athlete about stuff like this. So I don't know. I honestly, part of me thinks that people would be just as dickish about it because it seems like no matter what people say politics wise these days over like the most innocuous things it doesn't matter almost who's saying it people go god shut your mouth so i don't know sorry i keep being really cynical about this topic it might not be no i mean the interesting thing is i actually i had the one time i've ever interacted with clint robinson mm -hmm. was actually on twitter about syrian refugees being allowed into the country a year or so ago um and he was basically of the opinion you know, the, the few bad Skittles metaphor or whatever the hell it was. Oh, my God. Um, that we shouldn't let people in because, like, three of them might be terrorists. And I had words with him on Twitter over that, after which he just ignored me. But he didn't block me, at least. So maybe he um, thought about it. He might have thought about it, but he didn't. Um, I, I tweeted a whole bunch of li links at him to articles and studies and info about the vetting process. Um, and the cool thing was I actually connected with a bunch of Nats fans on Twitter that I hadn't talked to before over that. Mm -hmm. So score one for cool Nats fans on Twitter, yeah. seeing me arguing with Clint Robinson about refugees and deciding that they wanted to talk to me, not Clint Robinson, <laughs> because they agreed with me. So yay, Nats fans, yeah. refugees.
I don't remember what I was going to say. I was just going to say on, on that note, let's maybe like, like move away from this if we want to on the more positive thing for all of the crap that Dexter Fowler was taking. First of all, he handled it with more grace and aplomb than I think a lot of people. Oh my did. God. So yeah. Like, kudos to you, Dexter Fowler. Yeah. And then a really large number of people were like, don't listen to those idiots. You're completely right. Dexter Fowler. We a Dexter Fowler. And like, we're totally supporting him on Twitter, which was just, it's nice to see that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm positive towards a Cardinal. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is what it takes. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a slippery slope. I'm really bad at rivalries. No. No. You can still hate the rest of the team. I'm trying. You have to not let me don't get to know any of them. The game. Don't let me get to know any of them as people. That's how it starts. Well, you already started with Dexter Fowler. Well, that's not my fault. And also, no. don't you have warm feelings towards Yadier Molina, okay? No, I do. Yeah, okay. That's what I Yeah, thought. but I also don't have this... this I can maintain a rivalry and like one person on the team as long as it's not the Barves. Um, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm really bad. Yeah. No, I can I can absolutely be like, I love Dexter Fowler. You're awesome. And boo Cardinals. So. I, I mean, I, I do also have to say like, and maybe maybe I'm just sort of envisioning this as a, a flow chart a little bit of like, something <laughs> happens that is very remote from a, from seemingly a bunch of people who don't have this affect them and are not personally affected one of their faves gets affected by it and suddenly it becomes sort of more personal immediate mm -hmm. and speaks out about it. You know, maybe that has the capacity to change some folks' minds. Um, even if you do get whatever trolls on Twitter who are like, stick to sports, blah, blah, blah. Um, as if sports aren't inherently political. Right. Yeah. In, in many, many ways. Like Muhammad Ali's son was detained. Like sports are is is political. They've been yeah. political for a long time. The above yep. the fold story in the Washington Post right now is about the um, uh, boy in Texas who is has to wrestle in the girls league mm -hmm. and just beat everybody. Like this is political. It's been political. It's going to be political. So like right. yeah. you know, at the very least, as you said, Dexter Fowler is handling it with grace and aplomb, and like made it a human issue for people who maybe didn't yeah. think like that. They're fave married people from Iran like right. that they assumed that you know his wife was going to look one way and be one way and she's not um and his kid would look one way and be one way and, and mm -hmm. the kid is not and so like eh, if I'm trying to find a silver lining it's because you know the world is going to hell yeah um, uh, just to clarify in case anybody hadn't heard the story about the um Texas wrestling tournament um, that was a case of a transgender teenager named Mac Beggs mm -hmm. who wants to compete against boys because he is a boy, but because he's trans, um, Texas state sports regulations force him to wrestle girls. And he's like um, 72 but, and zero. Yeah. Like, and just, I'm like. Uh, 52 and zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. And a lot well. of it's because girls are forfeiting either because they don't want to wrestle a boy or because they don't think it's fair that this is what's happening to him. Yeah. 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 Just in case anybody hadn't heard that article, because I think it is a really important example. And I'm glad you brought it up, Sid, about mm -hmm. how sports are inherently political mm -hmm. and you can't stick to sports. It's not possible. Yeah. And also, I mean, let's also take a second to remember what sport we specifically are talking about here, which has been political for a very long time. So, I mean, sports right. in general, yes, but like we're also talking about baseball. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's BS to scream, stay out of politics to the first major sport that was integrated and the first, like, the most international major sport in the U.S. Like, mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, let's talk about Tyler Clippard. I need, like, a cleansing yeah. palette of Tyler yeah. Clippard being a giant <laughs> pillar of salt about something. Yeah, so we have the, we have the like, dude being awesome in the face of dickbaggery, <laughs> expressing his own personal feelings as he is a person, not part of a monolith. And now we have the other side. Where Tyler um, Clubbert is a giant pillar of salt. <laughs> as not part of a monolith. And it's resting pitch face favorite Tyler Clippard. Resting um, pitch face favorite? We all love him. Okay, we do. And I say this but... as someone who has a framed, signed Tyler Clippard jersey in her hallway next to her wedding picture. Kay's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bigger oh. than my wedding picture. It's great. Yeah, it I is like see three this. times the size. Granted, if you had had a p wedding picture that the size of a jersey, that would also be kind of strange. 
Yeah, I, a big wedding picture. Yeah, I know, like I know you can, but it's always weird when people do that. Sorry, I, I think it's weird to have a small wedding picture, but you know, I love my husband that <laughs> he bought it for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> would you really want one like the size of your Waldo? Yeah, sure. I mean, go big or go home. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so for whatever reason, I don't know why, other than he talks, he he. Once you get him started, he keeps talking. Someone was talking to Tyler Clippert about the pace of play rules that are starting. So this is also going to be a little bit about the pace. Of play stuff that's going on but basically in talking about thoughts on pitch counts limited mound visits and then of course bye bye four pitch intentional walk now you just have to go like do the macarena in the dugout to signal <laughs> an, uh, an intentional walk please and that's let it. that be the signal please i've seen a lot of really good jokes about the signal including um the guy from the simpsons the, the mr burns from the simpsons baseball episode and several others um, no, the guardians of the nothing. galaxy shot with um, what's his face giving the camera the finger? Yeah, Chris that'd Pratt. Be a good one. Chris I don't remember Pratt, which yeah. shot you're talking about, but I, that's fine. There's a it's, lot. Of it's room. Chris Pratt giving the camera the finger. You just call him oh. the naked one. What? No. Okay. You said what? the something one. Okay. Never I mind. I, anyway. I don't know what you're talking about. Anything. <laughs> okay. Whatever. We can edit this out. Um, <laughs> to our knowledge, he's not naked in those movies. He's anyway. a little naked. Um, he's like half naked. That's not naked. Naked. Anyway, back to baseball. <laughs> Um, so basically they were interviewing him and he had just a fountain of really good quotes about how stupid he thought all of these pace of play changes were can i share my my favorite go you go your favorite what are we really trying to do here clippard said we could just play home run derby if you really want to speed things up yep that's (laughs) that's kind of like the summation of the entire thing like yeah, okay, the game could be really fast if you want it to be. Yeah. Is that what anybody wants? What is the thing people don't watch? Well, I guess no. Actually, the home run derby. Watch, like, a lot of do- people do watch the home run derby, but they're always trying to make it more interesting because just watching people hit taters for two hours is not actually as fun as it sounds. True. My favorite quote actually was the part where Tyler Clippard said, basically, if enough players don't like the new rules, they're just going to freaking ignore them. <laughs> Like, if yeah, enough think, players don't like it, they will just ignore them. And he thinks that a lot of weird stuff is going to happen because of that. Which I think would definitely make the game far more interesting than pace of play changes. Um, yes. Because yeah, he was saying, like, if, if um, you know, he does, if he ignores the pitch count, what are they going to do? Just call a ball? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what exactly is going to happen? Um, I, I mean, I, what I appreciated from the whole tenor of the, the conversation was that, one of the really interesting things about baseball is that it changes on its own. And I mean, that's probably true of a lot of different sports, but like baseball sort of evolves as pitching gets better, batting adapts to ch- to the pitching. And then you get like really hit heavy years and that like high, high scoring years. And then the pitching adapts to do that. And we've got these defensive metrics and all this stuff. And basically like the game changes itself mm-hmm. coming in and artificially being like, let's just change it. Cause we don't like it. I also believe that it would take, like, God descending from the heavens to make Tyler Clippard faster on the mound. <laughs> like, he's slow. And I, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh, I really... intrepid Pittsburgh listener Matt W. does not like his slow pace. Uh, oh, well, he can... <laughs> yeah, his hand lick alone, I think, is half the pitch clock. Actually, uh, you know, I bet... I bet... So the, the like, loss of the four-pitch intentional walk shaves, I think, like, an average of 15 seconds of the game. That 15 seconds is eaten up by Tyler Clippard's hand lick. Like, yeah. yeah. In fact, um, I'm going to require Tyler Clippard hand licks. Like, that's what we got to counter this with. Like, <laughs> everyone should have to lick their hand after just touching a baseball. Why does he do that? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it's really spreading. I, I don't even, I don't want to think about that. Just, just so many bacteria. Ugh. I think given this, given the environment, the bacteria from his his mouth is probably like the least thing to worry about. They sit in spit covered dugouts for three hours. I suppose that's true, but, <laughs> but the bacteria from the ball in his mouth—I don't—I'm uh, concerned about Tyler Clifford's health. His immune system must be like our SWAT team. Yeah, it's probably like, <laughs> like on rides the bus every day level of immune system. Oh, yeah. You mean like my immune system? Yeah. I was like, huh, I just got off a public bus. I should wash my hands before eating. Nah. <laughs> yeah. At this point, it I hasn't killed me yet. <laughs> like, I might, have, I might have worms, but I haven't been sick in four years. <laughs> I work with kids. There's yes. just nothing that can save me from that. 
<laughs> I, did I, tell you, I once saw a child lick both their hands and touch a table. And when I asked them why, they said, well, my hands were dirty. This is why I had strep two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ah, uh, uh, like, I'm not a germaphobe, but like, ah. I haven't had strep since the fifth grade. I really don't recommend it. Wait till you get pink eye. Oh, that is the inevitable consequence of children. <laughs> or using those when VR headsets at the mall. Hmm? Using those VR headsets at the mall. That'll also get you pink eye. Yes. Or, or... Yeah, I don't, I don't use those. Yeah, don't. Yeah, we we, we were having get pink eye. Charming, uh, charming conversation about fatal familial insomnia oh, yesterday yeah, as well. Let's not have that again, though. Wait, okay. why was everyone talking? I feel like I've had so many conversations <laughs> recently about fatal familial insomnia. <laughs> this um, is really weird. Sid, was I talking about... to you about that? No, were you guys talking about Kurtzfeld Jakob? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is going on? Everyone is talking to me about this lately. It, it, the world eating feels brain. like your brain is being eaten by mal-shaped proteins. No, okay. You can't sleep. That's what the world currently oh feels my like. God. Like, mm. like this has come up at work. This just came up with somebody else. This is weird. Did it's following me. Did just get published about it or something? And that's why no. everybody in the scientific community is talking about it? We were talking about it because we were talking about eating brains. But maybe there was a paper. I, I want to This could potentially... This could... Brains. This could... Oh, but I, what I was going to say about human brains was that this could be what ended the zombie apocalypse. Hmm? How would this end the zombie apocalypse? Because the zombies would all die. Zombies are already dead. No, but they would they would die die because they would be completely taken over by prion disease. I assume, right? I'm guessing. You think zombies could survive prion disease? They're already zombies dead. Zombies are prion disease. Like that's yeah, yeah. It's like they have like aggressive scrapey, like yeah. Yeah. We're gonna need to revisit this because I oh I don't uh, think we should spend as much time on this as I want to, but like we're gonna need to talk well, about this because I I'm pretty sure. I, I can put a fun little zombie baseball-related anecdote in okay. there, which is a numerous, ba- numerous numbers of baseball players are showing up to spring training with those damn Walking Dead barbed wire bats. Mm. Oh my god, that's, that's the virus. worst idea! And I'm like, is it real barbed wire? Please don't be real barbed wire. Please just be plastic, because Bryce, Bryce is putting it behind his head, and like, somebody's gonna die. Yeah, I, I assume it's plastic. Though, God, I mean, they do a bunch of stupid stuff. Effectively Wild was was um, complaining because Felix Hernandez posted a uh, a uh, video of him on a trampoline with a dog and a kid. And they're like, do you understand that a trampoline is just a spring-loaded death machine? <laughs> and like, you add a dog and a child to any system and it automatically becomes more unpredictable. Like, your ankle's already broken. Give it up. <laughs> Yeah, I know more than one person who has completely shattered a leg on a trampoline. Yeah. They're not they are not safe things to use. And I say that as fun. someone who spent an entire summer learning how to do a flip on one. They're how not a good idea. How long did it take them an entire summer? No, it took me an entire summer oh. to learn to do a flip on a trampoline. How? I don't know. Aww. Um, I think the point is don't give Bryce a bat covered in barbed wire. Yeah. And but really don't did. give him one on a trampoline. Yeah. Because, oh <laughs> yeah, he I don't know that he has the self-preservation instincts not to jump with it. You know what would make the All-Star game better? Barbed wire baseball bats it... and trampolines? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it would have as much to do with baseball as the All-Star game. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if just cover the field in broken glass, kids. Like, it would don't, have don't. as much to do. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. However, outfielders on trampolines or having the warning track be just one giant piece of trampoline. Yes. Yeah. That could definitely make catching home runs very interesting. Oh, I like that actually. Yeah. Or like um the anti home run floors like like springy. Hmm. Gymnastics floors like they're a little bit springy. No, that's yeah. Just, I mean, that's more padded mats. You need the thing that you use to vault. Okay. That's or fair. like wh- where you do your floor routine. It's springy. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. I thought it was. But it's not bouncy. It's springy. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's got it's it's. I mean, it's really complicated. There's like a layer of this and a layer yeah. of that and blah blah blah. What um, I'm it's not is, like literally spring loaded like the thing yeah, for falls. Yeah. It doesn't give you any more lift than you can generate yourself. Doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think it so. Did. I'm pretty sure the whole point of the floor is that you're. It's there for cushioning should you like wipe out on your head, but it's not really meant to um, give you boosting. Like, it's supposed to be you throwing your body up that high in the air, not you plus 
something elastic. It's it's padded enough and springy enough that they're not going to like totally destroy their knees on it. Um, yeah. But importantly, I had a thought about our center field issues, and it was draft Simone Biles. Oh my god! <laughs> like she's she got big ups, and she's appropriately tiny. That would be amazing. Oh like, my god! Have we seen her and Ben Revere in the same place at the same time? <laughs> okay, I will say, and I don't see this about Ben Revere and many other people, he is definitely taller than she is. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I have, she, she's got all the tools we need in a center player, in a center fielder. Big ups, tiny. And major agility. Major agility. Just climb the wall like Spider-Man. Yeah, because, like, Jason Worth is, doesn't run. Like, no. just philosophically, I think he's against it at this point. Um, and Bryce is fine. Like, yeah. in, in, in as a fielder. So we need a hypermobile. I think that's what they thought they were drafting in Adam Eaton, honestly. Well, or we, not drafting, might, uh, trading in Adam Eaton. We might still... I mean, I didn't really... I didn't watch the part of the game that he was in yesterday. Um, so I didn't get to yeah. have, like, first-hand visuals on it other than I was he's still on the even tinier than we thought um but yeah so that remains to be seen but maybe I mean yeah I don't know um for what it's worth the internet says that most competitive gymnastics floors contain springs rubber foam and plywood to make the floor bouncy okay and well, it does I, actually help you get more height I take it back you are completely correct and I apologize so the main uh, reason was I feel like there were some people writing articles about how like Simone Biles wasn't really that amazing because the floor was giving her springs to give her oh. all that height. Oh no, those people but should be fired. But of course, everyone has those springs, and she's yeah. still getting higher than anybody else. So those also, people can suck it. You go try, right? <laughs> Holy yeah, you go try, okay? <laughs> well, it's not that impressive. They use a bat to hit the baseball. Yeah, why like... don't they use a hand <laughs> like normal people? <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, okay. Um, God, they're using cleats and not ice skates in the dirt. And what about ice skates? Skate on your bare feet like God yeah. intended. Yeah. <laughs> Seal crawling or nothing. Like, what? Just, shut up. Shut up, people on the internet. Technology is bad. All right, let's talk about yesterday's game. Let's talk about how spring has gifted us with the joy that is spring training baseball, which is... Oh. A bunch of apathetic people who know they're making the starting roster, and a bunch of twenty-year-olds who have hope. Who are and we know that rebellions are built on hope. So they're they're all really young and really blonde and really fresh-faced, and it's just it Let's it hurts me a little them. bit. Wait, how many? Yeah. Were, most of the ones I hadn't seen before were not blonde. But again, I was reading while watching the game, so I was only. Uh, I think I'm mostly thinking of Stevenson and Skull, who went back to back in like the sixth or something. I couldn't tell which of them was which. <laughs> <laughs> so more more uh, products of the baseball clone factory. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then Soto was the other one who homered. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. He's not a product of the baseball clone factory, I don't think. Where um, what is he in our double A or is he in our double A or single A system? Because I don't recall his name before, and then I was like, oh, I should remember him now, but I don't remember where yeah. he came from. I don't remember. Let me look. Neftali. I really like his name also. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Neftali Soto. Yeah. Um, and I was also, I was having a conversation about, okay, what is our third base depth should Anthony Rendon decide to quit and become a firefighter or something? Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's Stephen Drew. And Defoe. But it, is Defoe going to make the 25 man? We'll see. But yeah, it's Stephen Drew. Who yeah. I'm happy um, that he get Heisier back. Like, Oh, yeah. So Soto hasn't been in our system. Oh, oh so wait, no, that's 2016 shit. Okay, so he's Sorry, new. Sorry, Jar. I saw February and I thought he just signed, but no, that was last year. It's also entirely possible that he did just, like, he we, we got him on the international pre-agent market that I don't understand. I don't know. No, he was he was in the White Sox system, um, mm. and he's, he's Puerto Rican, so again, international, not technically. Baseball reference on my phone is not good. Yeah. Um, is it Neftali with an F? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, I got it. Oh, wait, here we go. He was in double A AA and triple A last year for us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's cute. We can keep him. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I like him. I, I like his face. I like the homer he hit. And yeah. um, I like his I, name. So I like I like third base depth. Of course, granted, maybe Soto is naturally a shortstop. Again, I didn't know who he was before yesterday. And so now I'm just like, ooh, maybe I should pay attention. So I'd heard the name. I don't think I actually knew anything about him. Um, yeah. His picture in at bat is still Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So, you know, you got to love that moment in spring training when at bat tells you that one of the Cincinnati Reds just hit you a home run. <laughs> I'm no. good with it. <laughs> okay. And then obviously the, the fourth homer of the day yesterday was Bryce in his first swing of spring training. <laughs> he hit a no doubter and he totally knew it. And, and he totally know. used the chain, the bar- barbed wire bat. No, I'm kidding. No, um, <laughs> don't give Dude, Bryce he... Harper sharp objects. <laughs> He is very bulky right now. I just want to take a moment bulky. to appreciate like all of the Bryce Harper we currently have because there's a lot of it. Yes, the fullness of it, the roundness of it. <laughs> there may have been many text messages about uh, Lara's appreciation. It's cool. Well, you know what? I- Bryce's butt is in the best shape of its career. I'm just going to put it out there. It's not like I can knock anyone down about thirst. Like... <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, um, I feel like this was one of my one of my metrics for Bryce last year. Like, how, how big was is his ass? butt doing? Because you know your power it comes from your ass. I mean, mine does. Yes. Yes. Um, so if his butt's not looking like it's in good shape, he's not going to hit dingers. Yeah. Well, I do know on the not much on the not as fun uh, analysis of butt size he did say that he was spending more time actually working out and like feeding himself this offseason as opposed to going off to like 50 million celebrity events like he did last offseason so wait he spent more time feeding himself his twitter and insta i thought his twitter was basically i think he has an insta yeah yeah Yeah, just pictures of food and hashtag crushed it well yeah apparently last what he was saying i mean i'm just what he was saying was that the seeds, the off season after winning MVP, he was basically yeah. invited to do all of these things, mm-hmm. and he did them because, I mean, I would. Um, and then he was like, maybe this season I should not do that, and I should work out a lot and eat food and like, I guess have and like get married, um, and so maybe that is reflected now in the shape of the ass. So he had, yeah, it was like Ronda Rousey problems. Like, she started having issues once she started being a celebrity as opposed to just kicking people in the face. Is that what the analysis was of her? That's my analysis of her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, got so busy. Maybe, maybe this, maybe this, maybe you're right, Laura. The shape of his ass is going to be the indicator. And he filled up that ass with food and presumably having mm, lots of newlywed sex. What? You're the one who started this last time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not a hypocrite about it. <laughs> I'm the one who has to put up with the two of you thirsting over him. <laughs> oh yeah, time. yeah. You have to put up with it. All I right. can take it out of I... grip text if you want. <laughs> I am just like I. I can't. I can't think of. I'm just like la 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 la. When it comes to Bryce Harper, I will thirst over other people, but I can't do it with him. Well, from a purely athletic standpoint. I agree that the shape of the ass provides the power. Thank you. (laughs) Which is why, you know, I'm actually, of all of the players that I'm thirsty for, Jake Arrieta is not particularly one of them. But the body issue for him, just like the whole pitching motion, power coming from your ass, like I feel like it just proved my point. Now, granted, that's pitching, not batting, but still. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, there's there's a healthy argument to be made that basically, like, that is where a lot of your power as a hitter and as a pitcher, like, any propulsive power in your body really does have to be rooted in that. Um, And there's a bunch of, like, analysis on ratios of, like, stride to twist to blah, 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 to, like, predict velocity on things. Um, So what I'm saying is vectors. uh, (laughs) So by the power of physics... Yeah, yeah, vectors and ass is basically your power comes from your ass. Yeah, yeah. this and is vectors. why we have lots and lots of long commentary on lower half thickness all the time. Yeah, not just from us, but from professionals. <laughs> <laughs> are you suggesting we're less than professional? We are professional ass appreciators. That's, I think we're professional oh, yeah, yeah. amateurs. Like... <laughs> okay, so Bryce well, is looking good. So we think uh, he's going to be all right so far this season, based on as long as someone takes the the barbed wire bat away from him yeah, foot, yeah. Foot, foot. and sharp don't objects. you jinx him already it's yeah february 26th you are not allowed to already jinx bryce i think he's gonna be fine i think that we have bigger issues um and bigger unknowns like how do i put this the team was good last year even if bryce slumped mm-hmm. so like 
I don't want him to slump, but at the same time, you know, they've proven that the surrounding machine of the Washington Nationals is not like my trout and the trouts. Right. And then we went and got rid of half of that team. Okay, we got rid of two folks. <laughs> well, no, I well, uh, during the broadcast yeah. yesterday, the unfortunately Matt's broadcast, although I mean they were perfectly fine broadcasters, I just would have preferred our guys. They did say national se- Nationals off-season pickups and off-season losses, and one column was significantly larger than yeah. the other one. Yeah, and, and, you know, there isn't really going to be a replacement for Wilson Ramos. Um, and, you know, they're, the two pitching prospects that we gave up and Espy going to California, he's in a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there, there is a lot of, of shifting around and, and obviously they wanted to sign a closer and they didn't sign a closer. Um, which I really don't think is the big deal that everybody's saying it is. Like everyone is acting like it's such a big deal. And I'm like, really? Because we have such a good track record with closers that we've signed. Yeah. Um, I can think of one. It was Melanson. (laughs) And we had him for three minutes. So. Yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, I my note in the in the planning document is closers are like weed in D.C. It's better to grow your own at this point. Like, I would rather grow someone at home, like build them up, mm-hmm. have sort of consistent role for them. I think the point the 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 three people right now that they are kind of I guess vying for the spot are Trinan, uh, Glover, and Kelly. Um, with the idea that people are, think that Coda Glover is probably going to be more closer-ish, but he's, you know, at this point, a Pillsbury, a Pillsbury biscuit two minutes from being done. Yeah, he like, needs a few more minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, yeah, I would I would vote for Kelly of the three of them. Yeah. Not that it's obviously up to me, but I think um, that's I what vote. I think that's what, like, most people are kind of thinking it will at least start as. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I know that Trinan is in the mix, and maybe this is just my own personal biases. I'm not sure anybody is, like, clamoring at the gate for Blake Trinan other than recognizing that he's a possibility. Yeah. Um, um, I think what we did do is Kelly holds down the fort until maybe July 1. Yeah. And, I mean, we did pick up a whole bunch of guys that... I know that we picked them all up super cheap and they're all super old, but they all have some closing experience somewhere. So like maybe one of them, I don't know if that's what they're thinking. Like, Isn't Joe Nathan a possibility? At like 42. Yes. Yeah. He's a possibility. And Jeremy Guthrie, who is 37, although apparently Stanford graduate, which I did not know. Hmm. I think you met the broadcasters yesterday. Well, um, the best broadcasters also said, isn't, I think Joe Nathan is like sixth on the all time saves list. Something like that. Uh, maybe eighth. Uh, I mean, that's possible. I'm gonna look He's that very up. old. It was something from the, from the Mets broadcasters yeah. yesterday, and I don't want to get it wrong, but I was yeah. surprised because I had never really heard of him. Yeah. Um, then we do also have the other wrinkle here, which is, and I can't remember his name, of course, because it's way too early in the morning. Um, there is the possibility that now that we picked up Weeders, we have uh, a bounty at catcher, mm-hmm. and Derek Norris is the most attractive trading piece in that mm-hmm. in that particular configuration and i've seen certainly it bandied about whether we trade him to the white Sox for their closer whose name i cannot remember of course mm, yeah they were talking about oh god what's his face Ro- robert robertson. yeah like robertson or something robinson yeah. not robinson robertson Ro- roberson robertson yes. something like Date that yeah robertson yeah yay we got there thank you Laura. <laughs> um and speaking of just the all-time saves list i did find it um, Joe Nathan is indeed number eight, so thank you for that tidbit, Mets broadcasters. Okay. Um, would anyone like to know who number nine is on the list? No. Oh, goody. Mm, sure. Stop making noises so I can tell you. <laughs> Jonathan Papelbon. Oh. That is definitely the expected answer. But yeah, he moved up a spot. Right? Yeah. He's eight and Papelbon was nine, right? So we've moved yeah. up a spot. Okay. We're moving up in the world. Okay. And as far as I know about Joe Nathan, because I don't know much about Joe Nathan, that probably means he's not a raging dick. Because huh. we would have probably heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. So or he were Papelbon level of raging dick. Right. Yeah. I so, would have heard about it. In terms of having an old closer on the all-time closer list, we've moved up a spot on the list, and we don't know that he's a dick, which probably means he's at least less of a dick than Papelbon. 
Yeah, though that's damning with faint praise. I know. That's, <laughs> what, that's kind of my whole point. But like, I guess you don't. You probably don't get to be a forty-two-year-old closer if if you're that much of a jerk. Like, well, he's not really closing anymore. Yeah, but like, you don't stay in the game yeah. that long if you're forty-two and that much of a jerk. Like, that's. I assume he was brought in to be like blur 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 grit, teach the young ones, um, like the young Padawans, what to do or whatever. Yeah. And the answer is not let them lightsaber fight because they will injure themselves. Mm-hmm. So, um, but like I assume that he's brought in to be more that role than the actual pitching. Yeah. Though it sounds like he's probably good at actual pitching too. Well, I think they're gonna, you know, if if he is suddenly like, whoa, hey, look at that, I can still do it, then I'm sure they'll be like, okay, sir. Yeah. For it. But, is he twice Coda Glover's age? Uh, pretty damn close. Coda Glover is older than twenty-one, so he's okay. not—he's just under twice his age. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I, my favorite hockey fact is Yarmer Yager's line mates, because hockey is played with three people on a line. His two line mates' age combined was was I think younger than him. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Coda Glover's twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. So, so Bartolo Cologne, no, actually, what is Bartolo Cologne this year? He's 45? like 45. Yeah. So he's even, he is still not quite co- twice Coda Glover's age. Although Yet. he's twice Joe Ross's age. Yeah. And I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, well, he's still got to keep feeding his second secret family. So he's still playing. <laughs> Bartolo, not Joe Ross. Yeah. Joe Ross, if, I think he, he doesn't have a secret second family. I hope not. Oh. I mean, we could be his secret second family. <laughs> we certainly love him. Enough. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, um, you see, now I'm just stuck on the like, the like chin fuzz that he brought back with him to spring training. Ross. <laughs> oh my god! Did it's anybody actually see... not the worst. I've seen. Did anybody? Did anybody see the Mets mustaches yesterday? No, I wasn't really. <laughs> did they all do like group mustaches for pitch, picture day or something? Uh, Cindergard, Harvey, and I think Degrom. Just all had these god awful porn star mustaches. Aww. <laughs> I mean, mm. Team Unity, and I did see the worst Team Picture Day picture, trolling picture, um, Colby Rasmus. I don't know if anybody's Oh, that seen awful the beard? The, the, like, patchy oh, yeah. neck beard. Oh. Yeah, like, I, a friend sent me a picture of it. Uh, intrepid, intrepid Mets fan, uh, David K. shout out, sent me a picture of it and said, is Bryce going to do this? And I was like, no, and shut your whore mouth. Felipe Rivero dyed his hair and beard red. Huh. Huh. Okay, I could kind of see it. I think it looks pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, are we talking like very like false, like cherry red, like a not naturally occurring in nature? Red, I think it was or... sort of copper red. Okay, I okay. could totally see it though. Okay. Yeah, um, no, I can find you guys a picture. I think it looked pretty good. Yeah. Did Ezreal Cabrera's hair go back to normal? I have not seen him yet. I will let you know. Okay. I mean, I haven't that seen the a... helmet off. So. I- I like him, but that was a travesty. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that they were all doing it was even worse. Oh, but, oh. like, in particular with him, I was like, what? I... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's already, it's February 26th. I'm already having that emotion about baseball. This well, is going to be a long season. <laughs> we, we kind of always live there. Yeah. You know, there's always like, oh, honey, no. Yeah. But... I think we're going to be fine in terms of closer. I say knocking on whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, well, you know, we'll I think, as you said, that's not the major concern. I think a lot of people have the major concern about first base and Ryan Zimmerman and can he hit the baseball or not. Yeah. He didn't, he did not play yesterday. Yeah. So. Which is not, not unusual for, you know, the team veteran to like not play in the first 12 games of the of spring mm-hmm. training. But yeah, let's let's hope. He, I mean, I haven't heard anything really, one way or another, in terms of like ha- the state of his arm mm-hmm. and how much it's not attached to his body. Has anyone actually heard much, or are we all just kind of worried because of past? I think it's it's worried because of past whatever, and because yeah. they hired Adam Lind, as I said, to stand behind him and whisper, "Hit the ball, Ryan, or I'm gonna <laughs> I, take your job." I still think they hired him because it just doesn't feel right for us to not have a first baseman named Adam. Because Adam Dunn, Adam Roche, now I've got Adam Lind. So I think what Ryan Zimmerman needs to do is change his name to Adam, and then Adam Lind can go off and do whatever he is. But I, I think that's why he's here, honestly. What if they traded first names? Ryan Lind and Adam Zimmerman. Sure. Actually, it doesn't. It doesn't not work. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, where does uh, Adam Eaton fall into this? He's just, we're trying to collect all of the atoms so we can be a team of nothing but atoms. Now that we've moved on from being a team of nothing but Taylors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, the, the Taylor, Tyler, uh, Jordan, Jordan uh, whatever. Mix it was it. Taylor, Tyler, Jordan, mix and match. And then there mm-hmm. was the yeah. time when our bullpen was all first syllable, first name, one syllable, first name, and a two syllable last name ending with in. Yeah, that's true. That also did happen. Like Blake Trinan, Craig Stammen, Drew Storin. Yeah. Casey Jansen was a little bit off in the first name department, but he had the two syllable last name ending with in. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I told Andrew Simon on Twitter one time that he should audition for the Nats bullpen because if he was Drew Simon, he would fit. <laughs> yep. I guess that's all it. I, I feel like there's a lot of name based decision making going on with the Nationals. Well, I mean, they got Adam Eaton because he supposedly has grit, so I'm not sure that we're totally far off in decision-making. Yeah. Like, anytime anyone mentions grit, I'm like, ah, yes, grit, which can be quantified through, like, noise of uh, obscene noise. <laughs> or by taking the player and then rolling them in the edge of the Chesapeake for, like, five minutes and then putting them on the field. Yeah, I'm, or I'm imagining, like, preparing him to be fried by, like, dunking in some buttermilk and then throwing some panko on him. Wait, like, didn't we already have the conversation about how Old Bay is a, um, is a performance-enhancing drug? Maybe we just yeah. need to, like, maybe that's the grit, just dip them in Old Bay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if you make decisions based on grit, it, you might as well make decisions based on name because it means exactly the same thing. Yep. Nothing. Yep. Like, like, could we look at a stat? Like, not that, like, you can lie with statistics very easily. Like, oh, yeah. m- like moving to Matt Weider, or, yeah, Matt Weider's, um, the, the lie about him being on the free agency market for so long was that he's not good at framing. And, like, Scott Boris came up with some nonsense about why, because of the pitchers he caught, he would not be as good at framing or something. In fairness, O's pitchers are typically not super great yeah no no no, no. um but he he caught the good ones is yeah. the issue and so like the argument was like well like if you're catching faster stuff you're not going to be as good at framing and blah blah i'm like oh, okay whatever like first of all jose lobaton will teach him how to frame like mm-hmm. Like, Jose Lobaton, I don't know what his stats are, and I'm going to look them up in terms of his, like, framing capabilities, but I, yeah, like, he's he a good liar. Um, like, he's, he likes ice cream and lying, like. And putting Gatorade cups on his eyes. Yeah, and, and we love him. And taking more. really, really cute pictures and videos of his family. Well, they're really, really cute, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Like, Every all- time there's more baseball pictures of his son on Instagram, it's a good day. <laughs> His son is so tiny. He can yeah, play in the field. <laughs> he runs with the bat, and the bat is bigger than he is. It's just, it's really cute. But like, yeah, I don't know. That was just some creative lying about like yeah. eh, he's just not that great at this. Like, and there's probably some reasons that he's not that great about it. But you could just be like, yeah, he ain't that great about it. But, but in fairness, neither was Wilson Ramos. So yeah, and it's not like you know Wilson Ramos had some deficiencies in terms of like speed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were going somewhere with why statistics were lying before we transitioned to Matt Weeders, unless you don't remember where you're going. Oh, it was just like, I, you can make statistics say things that you want them to say, but at the very least you tried versus grit is just like, mm, hashtag nonsense. Like, yeah. like, you didn't try. You just yeah. kind of made some stuff up. You're like, I like him, so we're getting him and... Yeah, like yeah. Mur, 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 grit. Um, yeah. And grit just means like they don't have back spasms yet. <laughs> That's what grit <laughs> means. Or they're pl- they, they know how to play through them. Yeah, or, or yeah. like mm, they're addicted to prescription painkillers. Like, like, <laughs> I, like, grit just means like they're not super injured yet. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it's just like, why did we get Adam Eaton? Because we wanted Tony with fewer doubles. Like, that was yeah. it. Sorry, I'm still salty. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not so much salty about Adam Eaton himself. I'm just salty about the deal that got him here. Yes. I think. And also, I feel like, you know, we have a lot of guys who could probably play center field at roughly the same ability level mm-hmm. in terms of actual defensive ability and one backup infielder. Can I say one thing that's, like, totally off topic but has sure. to do with this trade, sort of? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas Chilito, 
when Grace and I were in Colorado, we met this guy who looks so much like Lucas Giolito. And now you're and married? I, and, yeah. I didn't even get his name, and I'm so mad at myself. But I know where he works, and I'll be back there. So if he keeps working there, I will get his name and number next we time. Have, we have to practice for this before you go back. Okay. Okay, who wants to be Lucas Giolito, and who wants to teach me how to ask a guy for their number? <laughs> <laughs> Because you can't let these opportunities either. (laughs) You can't let these opportunities slip away from you. I know. I'm sorry. He had the beard and the glasses and everything. Was he also a giant man? He was tall. He wasn't like six five tall, but he was tall. Matt Wieters is apparently six five, by the way. Really? Yeah. He's pretty big. He's pretty. Our catcher's usually that big. That's just like a lot of leg to squeeze behind. Yeah. Um. No, I thought he almost wasn't short. Yeah, no, but he, he wasn't also, that tall. He was also like broad, like he was a like a overall thick individual. Matt Wieters is on the skinnier side too. Weird. So yeah, I'm just imagining like a grasshopper kind of folding up back there. So but does he, he block? Around. Does he block wild pitches with his knees? Because that seems dangerous. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's a bad idea. Yeah, we've got him now. So and I don't think this is a bad thing, especially since we basically got him for two marbles and a shoestring. Um, right. In terms of baseball funds which so, by which you mean 21 million dollars which we only are on the hook for 10 million of which true and, or 11 million of which and half of that we're paying him in i believe 2021 yeah so we are paying two marbles and a shoestring for this man um man i wish whatever I reason he stayed on the free string. agent market what i wish i had that two marbles and a shoestring oh yeah I yes i yes Times talked about baseball currency is not real life, so it's monopoly money. Um, basically, he costs as much as uh, the really cheap purple one that you start off on the board with on Monopoly. I don't know, whatever. That was going to be better if I could remember what the name of the, the property was. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't played Monopoly in years because my family hates each other every time. It just that's doesn't end well. Every person's family. I know, but yeah. that's that's the reason that we stopped playing. Yeah, nobody actually plays Monopoly because everybody hates playing Monopoly. It was yeah. it was designed to be a lesson about how capitalism is terrible. Well, it, it takes like a week to play, so pick a faster <laughs> lesson. Yeah, are you saying we should increase the pace of playing? <sighs> Stop. <laughs> we we could just replace it with a home run derby. Is that what you want? Well, shave. Monopoly is not baseball, Sydney. You're right. It's actually slower. But baseball is a monopoly. Yes. True. True. It is true. Yeah. I have various European roommates, as always, because we're just sort of a revolving cast of characters of who's in and out of the local grad schools. And every time someone new moves in from, like, France or Portugal or whatever, I have the joy of attempting to explain the baseball leagues <laughs> to random Europeans who don't know them. And they're like, oh, so there's two leagues. Do they play each other? Well, sort of, yes, but also no. Oh, and are they divided by geography? No. 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 So how do you know who's in which one? You Prayer. You have to know. Memorization. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this yeah. happens This happens frequently. And it makes less and less sense every time I have to explain it. Okay, I will in fairness say I know basically nothing about football slash soccer. But and who knows, maybe it makes even more like, sense. Like soccer slash football leagues insanely complicated? Yeah, I and they no can idea. move up like tier. There's a tiered system that yeah. basically if you get too good for your tier, you move up a tier. Oh my god. Or, yeah, like yeah. it would be like a AAA team could <laughs> so, become a major league team and then get like, we could send like the Brewers back down to AAA. Oh my they, god. They wait, wait, wait. To. Yo, Mike Piazza bought a soccer team in Italy. Really? Okay, good for yeah. you. It was in the Times. Um, I was reading this on a plane recently. Mike Piazza now owns an Italian soccer team. And he's okay. like trying to make it go up a tier. No, I'm like, why did I just hear about tiers? I know mm-hmm. this is a thing. Yeah. It's like a third tier soccer team in Italy. And he's like determined to to like retool it and make it a good team again. I mean, live your dreams, Mike Piazza. Um. <laughs> I'm just really happy for him because it seems like he's having a really good time. And he's all uh, excited to be like connecting with his Italian roots. Um, and they like love him there, even though they're not completely sure what he's famous for. <laughs> yeah, you know, stuff. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I don't I feel like Europeans don't have any call to say that our insanely complicated sport is confusing. Right, it's their just, insanely it's, complicated sport is just as confusing. It's the familiarity thing. Yeah, and it's the I don't usually have to explain this to people 
in other settings because most Americans who've lived here for long enough, even if they have no understanding of baseball and they don't care, they've at least been hearing about it for long enough. Like my mother knows that there are two baseball leagues. And also, she couldn't I guess, tell you who's in which, but she knows that there are two baseball leagues. And I guess our other major sports in this country are also sort of league based. I have no idea from basketball, but like football is kind of. I think right? everybody's in the same league in basketball, aren't they? Is it just conferences without leagues? Anyway, I mean, I think we can agree that all sports organization is very complicated to anybody that's not deeply and intensely involved in it. Right. So it's just a so, question of what's familiar to you and what's not. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it'd be cool if you were like a good enough AAA team that you could like graduate up. That would be fun. It'd be very cool if we could send like the barbs back down for being really terrible. <laughs> it would actually make some sense in terms of rebuilding. Like it would increase like the level of competition. Like I, I totally understand why they do it. Um, I just think from a money perspective, like Major League Baseball would never oh, go for it. It would it. be impossible to do it, but it would be fun. And and on the other hand, you could treat it like incentives because we probably need to do an expansion in the next couple of years. Eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would love to have a team in Montreal again. I think mm -hmm. it would be great to have a team in Montreal and they want team back. They can't have mine. Yeah, now. The Nationals belong to me now. You right. lost that fight. <laughs> but a new one. Yeah, they can have a new one. And then... And we Vancouver should have one too. Yeah, I was actually thinking what would be the best one to if because we would do a two team expansion, Mexico. Yeah, right. Uh, Which city? Mexico City. Yeah, I mean AAA teams. Actually, you know what? Not Mexico City, Tijuana. Um, they and the Padres could be rivals. Um, oh yeah, like the, the Mexican coast. Hmm? Let's be in the middle again. No, sorry. Continue. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the Mexican professional league is is AAA equivalent. Like, yeah. You could you could probably do it, but I would agree. Like actually sticking a team in, in Tijuana and having them in the Padres, much like putting it in Vancouver and having them in the Mariners, mm -hmm. I would be totally in favor of. Um, so between Montreal and Vancouver, who's the priority for us? Probably Montreal. I'd let Montreal. So Montreal and Tijuana for the expansion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, why not? That'd be fun. Yeah. Most Vancouver people are already pretty, as far as I understand it. Like if they're gonna like baseball, they already like the Mariners. Mm-hmm. We no. do have one intrepid listener from the Vancouver area who's a big Nats fan for reasons that I don't totally understand, but because people love what they love, <laughs> it's you know. True. I I was seeing my cousin over the holidays, and despite the fact that he's lived in New Mexico for his entire life, is a super big fan of all of the San Francisco sports teams, and I'm like, why? Huh? But okay. <laughs> but also, why? <laughs> and I asked him, he's like, I don't know. I like them, and I was like reasonable answer yeah i mean like the giants them... are pretty and have stupid names we more so. into football but anyway. okay. Oh, okay um so people like what they what they like um and i think it would just be a much more interesting thing and also make way more sense if we're trying to make baseball go international why are we sending games to australia and england mm -hmm. they don't care australian yeah. baseball is is actually like England doesn't care, but Australian baseball is is moderately big for somewhere other than here. But it would we, be almost impossible to integrate into our system because yeah. right. no, that I agree. Like with. twelve hours away. Yeah, as yeah, opposed to Mexico or the DR Most or Venezuela. Yeah, well, probably not Venezuela right now. A but, lot of Latin America, though. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or or Canada. But. They have exist. They're on this in the same time zones, and they have the existing structure to build on. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I think that would be a better expansion and definitely certainly make way more sense in getting fans into the game than shaving random 20 seconds here and there off of baseball games. Look, Tyler Clippard licking his hand is what's destroying baseball. Like, <laughs> I'll be clear about that. That is slowing down the pace of the game. It's it's why the kids today, the youths, if you will, don't like <laughs> watching baseball because it's too slow. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Um, well, as, as he said, the only people who have ever complained about the game being too slow are the people who aren't going to watch it anyway. Yeah. So, who cares? There are much better ways to attract a youthful audience to baseball than speeding it up arbitrarily by 10 seconds a game. I'm very salty about this. You and Tyler <laughs> Clippard. <laughs> There's uh, a reason I love him so much. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, I think, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's February 26th and and I'm full of hope, but I'm feeling good-ish as we roll into this season. Like, I I can see our deficiencies as a team, but at the same time, it's not like, we're not in triage mode, obviously. Yeah, I don't see any huge glaring holes, Mm -hmm. and I don't have this rush of overconfidence that is a terrible thing to have. You know, like, I'm like, okay, I, I think this is solid. I think we can do something. And uh, let's see where what we do with it. And I think it'll be interesting to do it with a, like, scrappy put-together team. Then we went out and bought big-name everybody that then just, you know, ate it. So. All right. So let's, I think, as a closing, can we name the order in which we think the analyst is going to fall this year? Or is that going to jinx everything? I think that might jinx everything. So what I'm going to say is I think we can name the Aileys. <laughs> no. Wait, I actually, if we're looking for a closing, I wanted to give a congratulations to somebody really Okay, quick. go for it. Uh, do you guys follow Jen Ramos on Twitter? No. Or the Sonoma Stompers on Twitter, either of the above. I well, think we, the, our account does. Our so. account does, but that's me. So Yeah, well, but it, you I'm asking if you guys are aware of what they've been posting recently. No, I, I don't on the Twitters. So, um, <laughs> so the Sonoma Stompers recently, as in I believe in the past week, um, hired Jen Ramos as their new assistant GM. Woo! Cool. Awesome. And I'm really excited about this, and I think everybody should be really excited about this. Um, if anyone is not familiar with Jen Ramos, um, on Twitter, they identify themselves as a queer non-binary Filipina with preferred pronouns of they and them. And they are an excellent, excellent baseball writer whose work I have enjoyed in the past. Um, and so I'm really, really excited about the Stompers hiring them. And I think it's going to be a really great move for the Stompers, who we already notably really like anyway. Yeah. So yay, Jen. Yay, Stompers. Congratulations. Woo-hoo. This is really exciting. And cool. yay, changing up the management profile, even if it's just a little bit at a time. Baby steps, man. Baby steps. But like, let's look to the example and maybe... Yeah, hey, I know it would be a great idea to get ba- people more interested in baseball. <laughs> Diversity! <laughs> no, no. I, it's the 15 seconds of game. But yeah, absolutely. I could be doing so much with that time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, God, I could wash an entire half a dish. Damn <laughs> baseball for taking that half a dish away from me. <laughs> I could All eat right. two peanuts mm. with the amount of time it takes me to, like, shell peanuts and throw them at people. Okay. okay. I was gonna, I, like, maybe this should be a competition. What, sh- what can we do in 15 seconds saved? What are some good ideas? Listeners? Mm-hmm. Yes. Please send us your uh, ideas on that. We'll put it up on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What is the best use of the 15 seconds we are saving by eliminating the four pitch intentional walk? Yeah. Or I think it's tw- 20 seconds. Yeah. But yeah. Like yeah. 15, 20 seconds. What, what can we do with that 20 seconds? You How many peanuts, peanuts can we eat? Yes. You could wash two, like a half a dish. Watch half a commercial. I I'm not I don't sure even know why you do in twenty seconds. Um, reblog twenty thousand photos of Diego Luna. Like let's be. Let's be <laughs> <laughs> I'm very efficient. Okay, unlike you people. <laughs> you could watch three cat vines. Oh, except not for much longer. No, you can't uh, watch vines, vines anymore. You can watch them on Instagram though. It's it's basically yeah. Instagram vine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, so everybody, like, let, we'll get this going on Twitter, but send us your suggestions also off Twitter. I, I could lick my hand and wipe it on my pants as a memorial. You could wipe like it on Dan Colco. I, I could smear food on Dan Colco. <laughs> That's the best use of the 15 seconds. It's just so a smear food, like, cut to Dan Colco, getting food smeared on him, cut back, like... Oh my god, wait, wait, you guys! Yes, we what? found... So so you remember me getting chocolate sauce after Max's no-hitter, yes, right? Yes, yes. We found the chocolate sauce. The... It was still in Grace's parents' fridge. Two oh, years later. It doesn't I was go bad. alarmed by this. Yeah, yeah it doesn't really go bad. It's got so many preservatives in it. It was, like, it was kind of gross. We threw it out. Okay. I mean, as long as it wasn't, like, dried out, you know. We took a picture, just to commemorate. Um, (laughs) You want to try pouring it on yourself again, the super gross? No, 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 was not into that. Um, But the, speaking of pouring things on people, the the chocolate sauce has only just now been tossed. Okay, well, ew. (laughs) 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 Don't smear that on Dan Colco. Like, let's not give Dan Colco an eye infection from... (laughs) No. 
And somehow we always manage to circle back around to infections of the face. <laughs> this is hey, what people really listen out. to us for, is facial, facial in- infections. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm branching out from face chlamydia to a whole variety of other horrible things that could infect you through the face. Oh, God. Prion disease, <laughs> conjunctivitis. Yeah. Well, well, that's murdering Tune in jaywalking. for baseball and infections. <laughs> like prion baseball and infectious disease yeah well, yeah that's our brand <laughs> i guess <laughs> maybe next i'm not putting that in our twitter like, bio hmm? oh stop no no i did i, I did I have a friend who got athlete's foot on his face nope ew <laughs> i think we're done can we please can we <laughs> yeah please let's be done all right. Okay. With that, All right. With those glorious images, I forgot to say this at the start of the episode. Find us on Twitter as we and and give us your suggestions for what we can do with that saved twenty seconds. Uh, rest in pitchface uh, with no G on Twitter. Uh, check us out on Tumblr, Resting Pitchface Podcast, and send us emails. Um, at our, at our Gmail account, restingpitchface at gmail Please send us those suggestions and listen to us on iTunes. We're still, we're still chugging away downloading on iTunes. So for your convenience, um, with that, uh, looking forward to a brand new baseball season. I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. Let's go Nats. Can I sing it again? Can I sing it again? Yes. Can I sing it again? <sighs> go. Baseball's back. All right. <gasps> There's nothing wrong with the AL. Well, except the DH. I really like Brett Laurie, and I bet I could watch you strike out A-Rod all day.